Hi, everyone. I'm Ryan Noble, CNN congressional correspondent in for David Chalian. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Monday, November 15th. We're taking down the Biden regime. That's what Steve Bannon said this morning as he turned himself in to the FBI. Steve Bannon, of course, a former advisor for the former president, Donald Trump, turned himself into the FBI today after being indicted on criminal contempt charges. Bannon was indicted for refusing to cooperate with the House committee that's investigating January 6th. One count related to his refusal to appear for a deposition and then another related to his refusal to produce documents to the committee. And moments before turning himself in on Monday, Bannon went live on social media and he told his supporters to stay focused on message. I don't want anybody to take their eye off the ball of what we do every day. Okay, we got the Hispanics coming on our side, African-Americans coming on our side. We're taking down the Biden regime, everything. I want you guys to stay focused, stay on message. Bannon has been released from custody pending the trial. He'll be arraigned on Thursday. By, By the way, by the way, if the administrative state wants to take me on, bring it. Because we're here to fight this and we're going to go on offense. You stand by, you see how we're going to go on offense, okay? Now, if Bannon is convicted, he could face up to a minimum of 30 days in jail, a maximum of one year in jail. There's also potential monetary fines that he could be facing. So this all started back in October. The committee wanted Bannon's cooperation. They wanted to talk to him. They wanted to hold a deposition. They also wanted him to turn over documents. But his attorney said that he wouldn't be cooperating with the investigation because he'd been told not to by Trump. But executive privilege is the reason why both Bannon and Trump's former chief of staff, Mark Meadows, didn't cooperate with the committee. Their lawyers have said that they want this to play out in the courts. They want a judge to decide whether or not they have to cooperate with the committee or if executive privilege means they don't have to say anything. So where exactly do Trump's executive privilege claims stand? It's a unique situation, right? He is no longer the president. There is still some protections regarding privilege after a president leaves office, but perhaps not as strong a claim as Trump would lead you to believe. His legal fight to keep the National Archive documents from his presidency continues after a federal appeals court last week granted Trump's request to pause the release of the records. Now, this was after a district court judge said that the committee had the right to that information. Now, this move was to allow time for Trump's appeal, but the judges wrote that it should not be construed in any way as a ruling on the merits. They want to take a look at it themselves. The three-judge panel asked lawyers for Trump, Congress, and the Biden administration to submit briefs before oral arguments are heard on November 30th. So Steve Bannon's indictment also raises some questions about what might come next for former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows. Now, on Friday, Meadows failed to appear for a deposition with the House January 6th Select Committee, saying that he, too, is waiting on a decision related to executive privilege. And this is after Meadows had been granted postponement after postponement because the committee had said that he had been engaging with them on some level. Now, after the committee indicted Bannon for refusing to appear for a deposition, there is a chance that a criminal referral process against Meadows could come next. Committee Chairman Benny Thompson, the Vice Chairwoman Liz Cheney, they put out a statement on Friday saying that Meadows' actions could force the panel to consider those criminal contempt of Congress charges, but they didn't go all the way. They said this is something that they still have to review, and it's not officially the path that they're prepared to pursue. But other members of the committee have been a little bit more forceful in this regard. 
Over the weekend, committee member Adam Schiff was on NBC's Meet the Press, and he seemed to imply that the committee will move quickly to refer Mark Meadows for criminal contempt. When ultimately witnesses decide, as Meadows has, that they're not even going to bother showing up, that they have that much contempt for the law, then it pretty much forces our hand and we'll move quickly. Now, several officials from Trump's campaign and the White House staff were also subpoenaed. Deadlines for their depositions and document dumps are in the coming weeks, so be on the lookout for whether or not they will cooperate. A former Trump White House official, Alyssa Farah, told CNN that she thinks the House Select Committee investigating the insurrection at the U.S. Capitol is mounting what she called a very comprehensive and deliberative process. Farah stepped down about a month before the attack because she was uneasy about how the administration was peddling the big lie. She also testified to Republicans on the committee earlier this year. She thinks there will be more indictments to come. Take a listen. Some of the people currently who are defying congressional subpoenas themselves have in the past said how important the power of the subpoena is. So you've got a lot of people hiding behind what I would say is very murky executive privilege. So I'd remind you, in 2018, Steve Bannon was fired by President Trump after leaking to uh, Michael Wolff in Fire and Fury. And at that time, Donald Trump put out a statement saying not only did he lose his job, he lost his mind. So why Republicans are now falling on their swords to defend this man who perpetuated the myth that led to January 6th is just beyond me. But more importantly, I would say this is a sign that the January 6th committee means business. And I think this could be the first of several indictments. Now, at the end of the day, the committee made up of 11 Democrats and two Republicans are just trying to get to the bottom of what happened that day so that it doesn't happen again. But time is of the essence to do so. And even though there are two Republicans on this committee, it is thought to be pretty partisan. And the 2022 midterm elections are right around the corner. If Democrats lose power, it's likely the committee loses its power, too, because Republicans will be in charge and they'll either change the scope and the mission of the committee completely or just outright shut it down. That is exactly what Trump and his allies, the Republicans in Congress, want to see happen. They want to delay and obstruct this process as long as possible so they can run out the clock. And that's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow. When you work, you work next level. And when you play, you play next level. And when it's time to sleep, Sleep Number Smart Beds are designed to embrace your uniqueness, providing you with high-quality sleep every night. Sleep next level. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 Smart Bed is only $1,599. Save $300 for a limited time, only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii.